0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey,
1: everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey, guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're
0: watching Hollywood Raw.
1: You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw.
0: This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or... We'll just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From Page Six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn.
1: Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. I'm Dax Holt, and I am joined not by my normal Adam. Adam's out today, but I got Troy McEdie. You would know him from the Beyond the Blinds podcast. He's one half of the co-host over there, and then he also hosts the Dunzo podcast, Troy, how are you, buddy?
0: I'm very good, and I'm very excited to be here. I'm honored to be Generic Adam, just for the day. <laughs> <laughs> generic
1: Adam. <laughs> I love it. Well, Adam's out, but, uh, you know, every Friday we do the Raw Rundown, catching everyone up on the biggest stories in entertainment news, so that they, they feel like they didn't miss anything. I, I would say we're the, this is the Cliff Notes version of entertainment news, wrapped up into a quick 20 minutes, so let's get right into it. Okay. Uh, coming in at number 10... Kanye West is not, and I repeat, not getting any help. Well, at least according to his rep. And uh, so, Troy, I don't know if you've heard this, but basically there was a whole story that came out in page six earlier this week that said a source close to the Kardashians basically said that uh, Kanye West told his ex-spouse that he was going away to get help because, you know, it's all too much seeing her out with Pete, Pete Mm -hmm. meeting the kids. And clearly we know he has a lot of – instability and so right. that was the story that came out and his rep is saying not true you know anything
0: about this you know i it's like i dip in and out of kanye because it makes me sad but then also i'm obsessed you know because mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm a human person and the it's like i don't think there's anything more dangerous than allowing the country and the, the world to be a part of your like mental health journey do you totally know what i mean true like, if you've decided to get help or not, or if you're medicated or not, like, the fact that we can sort of gauge when Kanye has or hasn't been medicated because people talk about it and he tells people is, like, crazy to me. It's so private.
1: Um, well, he he can't stop himself, though. That's the yeah. thing that I think is wild is – I and it, it's been like this for years. But Kanye is just, like, he wants the world to know what he is going through at the moment. You know right. what I'm saying? Like. There's no moment in Kanye's life that we didn't know whether he was happy or sad or, you know, his mom passed away. We like we've known everything about Kanye. Right. And that's the weird part is like I think he's just one of those people. And I don't know if it's narcissistic or just his personality, but it's like I'm going through it. I need to let the world know what's happening.
0: Yeah, he's very he's very self-destructive, you know, Mm -hmm. he's very good way to put it yeah it's like the only person he ever really hurts in the long run is himself, which is like the sad thing to watch um and watching him just kind of dismantle his career has been the craziest That's thing the
1: part every time I feel like oh there's no, like people are gonna hate Kanye they're never going to want to listen to his music again then he like comes back and everyone That's listens true. I'm like, I don't get it all right let's move on I've, <laughs> I feel like I've, I've had enough Kanye, even though we're gonna mention him one more time in the rundown <laughs> <laughs> And that's the world we live in. Right, it's so true. All right, so number nine, Netflix is now slapping Will Smith across the face and pumping the brakes on his new film. Uh, So here's the deal. If you haven't heard this story, Fast and Loose is a new film that Netflix was producing. Will Smith is the lead actor, and uh, I can give you the whole basically plot story of it. It is about, let me find this. It's about a guy who wakes up down in Tijuana. All right, here we go. It will follow a criminal who loses his memory after an attack after a mysteriously waking up in Tijuana. The character is forced to discover the clues of his past, leading him to learn that he has led has two identities. All right. So basically, the Oscar slap has now caused him to lose a whole bunch of things. He is now no longer going to be part of the Academy. Netflix is backing out of this thing. Troy, if Chris Rock doesn't care, why does everyone else care?
0: I think that there's a little bit... It's complicated, right? It's so layered. For one thing, what he did just on a surface level is wrong. Like, walking up to a person and beating them across the face is wrong no matter what, right? And he should be held accountable for it. In my opinion, to be honest with you... Like, he could have done anything sitting in that seat. He could have screamed. He could have done anything to embarrass Chris Rock if that's what he wanted to do. But when he got up and hit him on the face on live television, it was just such a display of, like, I'm A-list. I can do anything I want. I'm Will Smith. I can walk up on stage fixing my tie and hit a guy and then slowly walk back to my seat. Like, I do think that there should be a little bit of pushback. Publicly from the industry that he's in for what he did.
1: So okay, I'm conflicted with this one because I don't feel like one action necessarily defines a person. Mm -hmm. I think that that action obviously was was a very dumb move on his part. He could have walked up there, like you said, screamed at Chris Rock in the face, turned around, walked off, and everything would have gone on. The fact that he hit him, but is the big problem. My second problem comes in where Chris Rock isn't even pressing charges. And Chris Rock is moving on with his life. Mm -hmm. So we're in this cycle in culture where we're like, you messed up. We're going to take you down now. And that's what I feel like it is. Because, again, Netflix, I'm sure that they would have moved along with life. But they're probably getting phone calls. And they're getting people urging them to pull this movie and to go away and all this stuff. And so they're like, they're feeling the pressure. So... They're now pulling back. I just think if Chris Rock doesn't care, why do we all care so much?
0: Well, I think it sets a tone. I think the way that his employers handle it sets a tone. You know what I mean? I think that it it says a lot about –
1: Yeah, but think how many employers are out there that if they had any idea what their employees are actually doing off work hours would be very disappointed.
0: It's true. I guess I just think about it in the sense of like, what if it wasn't Will Smith? Like, what if it wasn't somebody who was charming and likable and 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 if it every, was Kanye, if it was, what if Kanye West walked up on stage and hit a guy across
1: the face? Well, he'd be in court right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, but people would expect that, and that's that's half the problem. Is Will Smith has built a character on being the nice guy and not having so like. Again, this is one moment in time. I'm not excusing the moment, right. but it is one moment. And now you're going to watch the world crumble. Well, I mean, we've, we've seen this a hundred times. People yeah. Just I agree with, root, you. you know. Cancel what them. you're saying.
0: I do understand what you're yeah. saying. This idea that everybody has to be torn, like ripped apart if they do something wrong. I don't agree with that.
1: Yeah. People like to watch, you know, successful people crumble is really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. All right. Number eight. There's going to be a new Guardians of the Galaxy ride, but kind of shocked where it's going to be. So uh, today, uh, Disney revealed that there's going to be a new Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and they're putting it at Epcot Center.
0: Okay, I'm not like a Disney head, Mm -hmm. so I'm actually really excited for you to tell me why this is so weird.
1: I because Epcot like when I think Disney I'm doing Disneyland right I'm doing California Adventure I'm doing Disney World I am doing like Hollywood land out there I'm doing everywhere but not Epcot Epcot is literally like the last place that I think to go to I mean people have told me it's fun they've got all this like around the world cuisines and yeah. all this kind of stuff it's not on my bucket list of Disney places I, you know, I'm going to go on a Disney cruise before I go to Epcot. So for me, I'm just surprised. I guess the one thing I do see is with Guardians being so popular, they're trying to pull the people into that park.
0: Oh, okay. I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. I have. Okay. So I've I've been to Disney once and I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm not even just saying this because it's a part of the story. Epcot is Mm -hmm. the most memorable thing for me.
1: Really? Out of all the Disney parks. Yeah seriously yeah Yeah. it was what did you what what about it tell me i mean again people tell me all the time i'm crazy that i don't love epcot just it's not my spot so i'm curious (laughs) why you loved it
0: i really loved the around the world food thing to be honest with you like i didn't think it would be so immersive but it was like Mm -hmm. really really i was like i literally have been to 40 countries today i'm not kidding like (laughs) you know what i mean it was really fun i don't know it i when i think about the one time that i went to disney the the most fun that i had was like that part of it just like exploring the other countries i don't know
1: so far you know what, maybe if i went there without kids mm-hmm. i would enjoy epcot but because i have kids it's like oh we got to go on all the rides we got to oh, do yeah. all the things and i think for them eating around the world they'd be like dad what the fuck so yeah that's like, jack uh, yeah
0: it's, it, i all guess right. it's important to note that i wasn't sober when i when i exited the world i wasn't sober <laughs> so yeah you would have more fun
1: very true very true i mean trust me when you go to disney you want to get just totally plastered so you don't have to remember hanging out with your kids for (laughs) 17 hours in a day uh but it sounds like uh, it'll open may 27th at epcot so there we go uh number seven britney spell britney spears tells her mom to go f off pay your own damn bills woman i've been paying for you and your lifestyle for the last (laughs) i don't know what is it 30 years at this point you know i mean every money every coin that uh, Britney has brought in basically has gone to her family and so Lynn Spears filed a petition on November 1st requesting all of her legal fees to be paid by Britney whose uh, conservatorship was terminated obviously as everyone knows back on November 12th and so you know this was a 13 year conservatorship and Lynn's going I racked up a $600,000 bill and so I need Britney to pay for because I don't have that kind of money. Troy I know you are the biggest Britney fan out there. I know that you are just waiting to talk. Thoughts on this one?
0: I got to be honest with you. I took like tiny little notes before we got started. And I wrote down, if I were Britney, what I would tell her mom, like, quote, you should use your money from through the storm to pay for your lawyers. (laughs) And that if you were a smart girl, you would have invested the money, the money from the tell-all book that you wrote about my mental breakdown, mm-hmm. you should use that to pay for the lawyers and I wouldn't respond to anything else.
1: I mean, it's it's wild the gull that these people have. Do people even use that word gull? I do. I feel, like it, I feel like it was appropriate right then. <laughs> uh, but I feel that for as much money as they have leached mm-hmm. out of Britney's purse over all these years to come back and say, oh, now I need you to pay for, for my lawyer's fees when I'm going... How the fuck did you rack up a six hundred thousand dollar lawyer fee, anyway? Like, right. how much are your lawyers? Why, why did you need those lawyers? You were you were a part of the conservatorship. Yeah, God, it's wild how they how expensive those bills got. And then it, I go, it goes down to just like everything else. Brittany has been saying is they have sucked money out of me mm-hmm. for so long, and of course they got the most high paying lawyers to also suck money out of me too.
0: Yeah, and I'm just like you know, Lynn lynn pretending to not have any idea what's going on it's like how 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 what has that done for you like how well are mm-hmm. you doing right now by pretending that you've had no idea you're just this doting southern belle you know like who has no clue what's going on and now everybody is like hip to lynn's game and nobody feels sorry for her you know what i mean years ago she could have spit like spun this in a way because i think lynn is like masterful at coming off as a victim mm-hmm. but you know, I'm I'm like happy for Brittany. I'm like, girl, I would have turned my well, phone off and changed the number forever ago.
1: Well, I think Brittany's little post about how everyone thinks the conservatorship was her dad's idea and it was actually her mom's idea. Mm-hmm. I think changed the way a lot of people think about it. All right, number six, Avril Levine is engaged. Uh by by the way, how, where did Avril come from? Like, she disappeared for 20 years and now i feel like she is everywhere uh her and Maud's son uh, got engaged under the um the eiffel tower and uh they, they released a photo of them him on one knee asking her i just i just interviewed him a couple of months ago oh, a really, really fun guy by the way oh, yeah cool. super cool um, so, I'm at a, a music festival. I was doing it for my other podcast, uh, Pod Sauce. But anyway, great guy. And uh, she didn't mention it on the red carpet of the Grammys when they were talking about love. And she's just like, you know, I I wasn't, I, I was over love. I didn't want to be in love anymore. Then Maude comes around and we fell in love in like two days. And so they were already engaged at the Grammy. She didn't say a thing and revealed it on here. But again, where the hell did she come from?
0: I, I honestly was thinking about this the other day because i was like wow like so many young people now care about avril too and i guess it's like the early 2000s resurgence it's like all of the like i would almost equate like avril to like like in the way that paris has resurfaced like just because Mm -hmm. of her impact on the time period people are like hey you used to wear juicy couture track suits and those are cool again you want to be famous again burke a a couple you want to like have a reality show (laughs) you want to do this again you want to
1: go around this (laughs) (laughs) you want to start over so like so you were like the moody goth chick, emo chick, so let's let's do this again.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's give it another go, which is like, you know, I've always been an Avril fan, but as far as her relationships, I just, I gave up on trying to understand Avril's relationships after Derek Wibley, because that was like the only one that made sense to me.
1: Yeah. And then, like, I was like, oh, Avril's You didn't, you didn't like... think of Chad, you weren't a fan of Chad Kroger?
0: <laughs> I was like, what is going on? I still, like, think about that, and I just scratch my head, like, what, what?
1: Yeah, that was a little weird. So this will be her, um, I guess, third time down the aisle for Avril. Congratulations! Welcome back to being super famous. I don't know why you're <laughs> at the the Grammys, you know, being a presenter, but I, I'm here for it. So there you go. All right, number five. The Grammys have been the best thing to ha- happen to John Baptiste. You know, this guy, he's already had a very successful music career. Mm-hmm. However, listen to these numbers. John Baptiste got a 950 percent streaming bump following the grammys you know he walked away with five grammys um he put on this incredible stage show that lasted it felt like 20 minutes yeah um but apparently all those people out there that he either never heard of them or reinvigorated something in them went and started downloading his music streaming his music like crazy uh so his music got streamed on demand 2.6 million times on monday right after the telecast like the day after the telecast and then uh the day of the telecast 537,000 streams that day so just wild how much people wanted to check him out
0: i think it's cool because you know the grammys has become this award show that i feel like generally the public usually has like a bad taste about after it's over because of the decisions that they make and the awards that they give out Mm -hmm. or the awards that they don't give out. Um, And it's cool to see the Grammys like working the way that it used to back in the day. You know what I mean? Where it's like somebody wins a Grammy and then their career takes off. Like it just feels Mm -hmm, very old school, you know?
1: But were you, did you think the show was fun?
0: I don't know if I'd say fun i was in and that wasn't
1: my favorite no. I, I feel like it's really sad to me but i feel like i enjoy watching like the billboard music awards more these days there's yeah. just more performances more going on like it's literally performance 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 and like to me that's fun mm-hmm. <sighs> especially following the the oscars this year and all the, the crazy yeah. shit show that was the grammys just felt so like weak i don't know i agree with I that
0: it was definitely not yeah i was definitely my phone was what i watched most of the night honestly <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right number four tory lanes in more trouble so tory lanes he uh, apparently tweeted and now he uh, violated protective order in the uh, megan the stallion assault case you know he if you have followed this case at all Uh, This is this goes back to when he was accused of uh, shooting her in the foot back in July of 2020 outside of Hollywood Hills mansion. Um, But he is a couple times allegedly uh, gone against the restraining order going on stage directly after her at a performance. Uh, So that violated the like hundred feet rule. And then contacting her i guess she put up uh, some photos of a a text message from him uh so he keeps doing dumb stuff and so he's getting himself in more and more trouble and he hasn't even gone to trial yet the trial isn't set until september 14th and it's like dude just stop yeah stop you're already shot her you're allegedly (laughs) right uh you you know you've had all these other issues just leave well enough alone and go to trial and stop getting yourself in more trouble
0: it's it makes no like I can't wrap my head around how you can be. If I were him, I would be in a bunker. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I would literally be under the ground in like a, a a concrete room. Like I wouldn't. You wouldn't see me until we go to court. And like it's obvious. Mm-hmm. It's just like
1: another display of like I don't care. I have money right now. No, it's someone needs to take away his damn phone. Mm-hmm. Take it away. If you're his friend, his handler, his manager, like. Take the phone away. <laughs> yeah,
0: that advice could be for so many people in Hollywood, but him for sure. Yes. <laughs> take the hashtag. Take the phone away.
1: Take the phone away. We should start the, I like that. Like Kanye. <laughs> hashtag. Take the phone away from Kanye. <laughs> no more tweets. Think how in handy that would have come with Donald Trump as president. Take the take phone, the phone away. away. Madonna too.
0: Uh, Somebody get Madonna's oh, phone. No
1: kidding. No kidding. All right, number three, Kanye West. Out at Coachella, The Weekend and Swedish House Mafia are now in. You know, he kind of uh, shocked a lot of people. He was – Kanye was going to be the headliner at uh, Coachella. This was a really big deal uh, during the two weekends. And then he, like, pulled out last second. This is where a lot of the rumors about him going away to get help stem from. I mean, he was getting an $8 million payday, according to TMZ, for for performing. And now that money will head on over to The Weekend. Uh, But – I think a lot of people are happy. Like there was a lot of backlash about him performing. So having the weekend there, I think Swedish house mafia always a a huge get for Coachella. So your thoughts on this? Yeah, I
0: just, I think it would have been really irresponsible to go watch Kanye perform at this, like in this very specific thing too. Like, it's not like it's just some show, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. headlining Coachella. It's so big. It just feels inappropriate to see him in that way right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yep. I don't want to go watch a man that's like having a mental breakdown publicly. It's giving me like weird Amy oh, Winehouse. Troy, don't
1: lie, you kind of do a little bit, well, but not really because that would be a, not a cool thing to say.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, <don't> right. <laughs> <laughs> At least with Kanye. No, I'm I'm kidding. All jokes aside, mental illness, no joke. But uh, I hope he. I really do hope he gets the help he needs because that guy is. I think struggling. Uh, So Harry Styles will be performing right before them. Billie Eilish, huge names of Coachella this year. I think people are just ready to get back and see some live music. Yeah. All right. Speaking of music, number two, Ed Sheeran is a huge winner in court. Um, So if you've been following this, uh, Ed has been going to court along with um, one of the writers that he, he worked on uh, the shape of you with his big, huge hit song, uh, Jimmy McDade, who you would know from also snow patrol. But they were caught up in this high – this court case over – where are they? In the UK? I don't even know where the hell they're at. Uh, This court case, it's over a copyright battle, um, and someone else said, oh, no, I wrote that song, and he stole parts of it to make Shape of You. Well, uh, the judge did not agree with that person. The judge agreed with Ed Sheeran and said, listen – There's a lot of songs coming out every day. Uh, This one, there was no malintent. They did not deliberately or subconsciously copy a phrase from that song. So uh, Ed, very happy he did release a statement. I'm gonna play a quick statement here.
2: Hey guys, me, Johnny and Steve have made a joint statement that will be press release on the outcome of this case, but I wanted to make a small video to talk about it a bit because I've not really been able to say anything whilst it's been going on. Whilst we're obviously happy with the result, I feel like claims like this are way too common now and have become a culture where a claim is made with the idea that a settlement will be cheaper than taking it to court, even if there's no base for the claim. It's really damaging to the songwriting industry. There's only so many notes and very few chords used in pop music. Coincidence is bound to happen if 60,000 songs are being released every day on Spotify. That's 22 million songs a year and there's only 12 notes that are available. I don't want to take anything away from the pain and hurt suffered from both sides of this case, but I just want to say I'm I'm not an entity, I'm not a corporation, I'm a human being, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a son. Lawsuits are not a pleasant experience and I hope with this ruling it means in the future baseless claims like this can be avoided. This really does have to end. Me, Johnny and Steve are very grateful for all the support sent to us by fellow songwriters over the last few weeks. Hopefully we can all get back to writing songs rather than having to prove that we can write them thank you.
1: So that was his statement and uh and yeah, he's he's walking away a very happy man.
0: Yeah, I saw in his um in his statement that he had said, you know, that this is like a thing that's becoming really popular, you know, for people to do this. And I do think that that's interesting. Like it's becoming its own like industry to be like this song was stolen and then you just get a bunch of press for saying that the song was stolen and yeah. you know, your your song is now like all over the place. So that is, like, I do think a lot, like, there's a lot of people doing that, like, just for no reason now.
1: Yeah, because people, it's a quick cash grab. Mm -hmm. People are like, oh, if I say this is my song because there was one word that was similar or I could twist it to make it sound. And then people are going to go, well, fuck it. I don't want to take this to court. So just Mm -hmm. pay him what he wants and, like, let's move along with life. And it said, nope, not happening. Yeah, and good for him. Good. I totally agree. Good for him. All right. That was just a quick one. And number one, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker did not get married. For real <laughs> so this became like one of the biggest stories of the week if you've been living under a rock you wouldn't have uh, heard about it however um there was all these photos that came out after the grammys uh, courtney and travis went to this little chapel they had elvis marry them but there was one huge problem they didn't have a marriage license so it is not a real marriage um which i'm kind of happy about because i felt really bad that no one was there yeah like i you know who i felt the worst for was travis's kids yeah, totally. Yeah. Like Landon not being there for his dad's wedding, I thought it was just kind of like a big F you. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. You're in the moment. You're drunk because I, I saw videos of them walking around afterwards. They look trash. Yeah. Um, But I, I just think that's really hurtful for the family that you're like, cool. Like, I get it. You're in love. You want to get married. But like, what about the rest of us that want to celebrate with you? And I know they said they would have more. Yeah. But like, it's kind of messed up.
0: Yeah, I think that, it. I mean, it feels as an outsider, like they're in this place of like, you know, they're too cool. Like they're very like, we're too cool to to do anything conventional in this relationship. Like, you know, and I do think that there's an element of we've both been put through it in our own ways. And they also have like that weird thing where they've both been on reality TV and had failed relationships on reality television already. So it kind of feels like they just don't, they just generally don't care about anybody's thoughts even like even the kids like they're just really in their own as teresa judice would say love bubble um and they're just <laughs> like you know they're in it like they just don't care they're a cool i'm with the skater boy couple and they don't care about our thoughts yeah they don't need I a don't marriage know. license uh, they're too cool for it
1: I don't know screw that marriage license and the only reason they couldn't they literally couldn't get one was because it was at 2 a.m yeah and so they couldn't physically get one or they would have been married at this point you know chris chris jenner knew i know chloe was apparently on facetime kim was asleep so she didn't even know anything happened till the next morning which i think is hilarious <laughs> uh, but um anyway so they're gonna have to go retry this whole thing and uh, and do it for reals and honestly can you imagine Hulu just shitting themselves on Monday morning, finding out and being like, whoa, 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 <laughs> yeah. whoa, we just paid you guys so much money. And you like this is the reason like we need the marriages. We need that television event. And if you're going to just go and do it on your own time, you're going to screw Hulu over. So I bet they're very happy that this is going to have to go on again.
0: Yeah, they're like, um, what's the guy's name that uh, does like the bachelor ring, like Stuart Weisman or whatever. So, like, we oh, have this sounds... this guy here and with, like, white gloves, like a butler here to give you a ring, and this isn't even real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have a reality That's TV like, wedding what, ready what to go. What is that guy's name? God. You know what I'm is talking like about? His... Yeah, yeah, the, the, guy, the ring guy. Yeah, the guy. Oh, I can't remember his name. <laughs> Damn it. Um, well, there you go. So that is your top ten Hollywood Raw rundown. Uh, get you through the week. Now you can go off chat to everyone say you know all the biggest stories a huge thank you to my buddy troy troy thank you so much for joining us And if you guys haven't checked out any of his podcasts i highly recommend it if you are into blind eye celebrity blind items i highly recommend the beyond the blinds podcast adam and i were guests on this we had so much fun we laughed the whole time but it's literally and for anyone who doesn't know what a blind item is it's information about a celebrity or celebrities and they don't say the name of the celeb and uh the information can be super juicy and then uh, the you know you you read it and kind of try to guess but the best part about their podcast is they actually reveal who the <laughs> yeah. celebrity is because maybe it's an older blind or we found out at this point so check out beyond the blind podcast he also hosts uh, the dunzo podcast and you can find him at troy mckity mckity am i saying your last name right i, I yeah. feel like i've only called you troy so i am like. <laughs> you know when you say something and you're immediately judging yourself in your head like did i just say that
0: (laughs) (laughs) i I do that with my own name but yes you are saying it
1: right uh so there you go guys thank you troy really really appreciate you hopping on uh last minute uh while adam was out i I appreciate it bud
0: i had so much fun thank you so much for having me
1: All right, guys, uh, don't forget to hop on by iTunes, leave us a review, five stars only, so we can read it out during one of our main shows as a little thank you. That is it. Follow us on Hollywood Raw, IG, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all the socials, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Ahura Media Production.